Hey y'all, happy Friday, happy Friday, and y'all are tuning into The Walkaway Queen with your girl Tina B, and we have made it through the week, y'all, so let's get into it. Before I get started, I just want to make two announcements. Please check out my CMOS company. Make sure you and your family are all covered and feeling your best with my CMOS products, dosabute.com. And don't forget to check out my motivational, inspirational t-shirt line, walkawayqueen.com, okay? And let's get into it. So today's topic is the victim cannot be the villain. And this is coming from a standpoint of being a person in this situation and being on the outside of this type of situation. And that is knowing the truth or knowing your side of the story or knowing the position that you play in a story and knowing that things are now being switched around so that you are made to look a particular way in that story. Um, And a lot of times I realized that You know, a lot of times people don't share their side of the story because, you know, in regards, a lot of times it's because they don't want to be judged. A lot of times it's because, you know, they might want to be private. A lot of times they might still care about the person that hurt them. You know, they want to protect them or the backlash that could come, you know, to both people. But, you know, for me speaking from a person that I've been in this situation numerous times where, You know, I was the victim and someone did intentionally hurt me or went above, you know, out above and beyond their way to, you know, hurt me or be malicious to me. And I didn't speak on it. You know, I didn't say anything about it because one thing about me is if you don't know, you about to know. I believe in karma. Like I'm a big person. I I am the I'm the the advocate for it. I'm the poster boy for it, a poster girl for it. Like I wave the banner for it. Like I believe in karma. If you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you get bad. You get bad. And that is what I stand for. And so a lot of times I just don't feel the need to speak on things. I feel like, you know, God knows what happens and I'm okay with that. You know, I know God can do more to anybody than I ever could. Um, you know, even for those that I'm pretty sure might wish bad on me or people that, you know, we might've been cool and they don't like that. Cause I don't have beef with nobody. That's one thing about me. I don't have beef with nobody. I just don't fuck with everybody. And, you know, even people that I used to be cool with that I'm not cool with anymore that, you know, I've heard them go and speak negative about me or speak of lies about me. I don't speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know there's nothing that I can do. I know God can hit people in ways that I can never you know, no, nor see God gonna hit you in what, what is more the most valuable thing to you than I would ever know. He, God knows your secrets. So to know or be on that side of the rope and to see it, it was just really crazy. Cause I was just like, I have to share this. Like you can't be the victim and the villain in the story. And it was just so narcissistic to see, like, not narcissistic for me, but, like, to know how many individuals are really going around doing that. Like, how many people are the villain in the story, and they're quick to run and tell the story, tell what happened so that they deflect the truth, so that if or when the truth does come to light, or the victim decides to speak up about it, they have already shamed and devalued the story from the victim. And to me, that is fucking crazy. 
It is so crazy. And, you know, what's even more like we see it often. You know, let's just think about these movements out here. We're not going to speak on any, but, you know, there are a few movements out here. Or when people speak up, you know, about being molested or raped or assaulted or anything of that. So, you know, we're not even going to get into that. But there's because I am a victim of being, you know, assaulted and being molested. And so and I will be speaking about that on my podcast as well. And so for someone to see other people like when speak up about it and then to see strangers feel the need to bash them or question them or feel like well why didn't they speak on it then or whatever the case might be it is to me it is so degrading to humanity to a human being to question their value to question their worth to question why they might feel the way they did or why they didn't speak up on something and to me it's like you give a hall pass to the villain to the bad guy in the story. I mean, if you really think about it, we jump onto the victim, the person who really needs the support, who needs the understanding, who needs the compassion, who needs the love, who's been broken down probably mentally, physically, spiritually, and then you want to throw stones at her because she wants to live in her truth. Like how fucking dare you? And I'm, it's not even a guy, a guy, girl, whoever, whoever decides they want to live in their truth. I had a situation this week dealing with my child's father. Now, I am not a psychiatrist, but I do consider him a narcissist. OK, I do. I thought I knew what a narcissist was. But until you have dealt with one and survived narcissistic abuse and a person that can become 50 million people in one person, you have no idea what it takes to deal with a narcissist. OK, but if you can survive, you can survive anything. And this week. We got into it earlier this week and it was crazy because one thing about my child's father is everything is a show for him. So I know when he's reaching out to me on some random ass BS with some random ass story or whatever to get a reaction or to argue nine times out of 10, he's even trying to get me to text something or get a reaction or he has an audience. And so earlier this week, you know, he texts me. I get, I'm going to assume he watched the episode of me being on Ready to Love, and which he had already knew I was doing. But either he watched it or someone who we know must have told him. And he contacts me. We were, weren't even talking about the show, but then he randomly calls me out and was like, calls me a liar. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And so he tries to like gaslight me on all of this stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, first of all, nigga, my child is three. Why are we even talking about me and you? Like, we have not talked, dated, had sex, done anything since I was six months pregnant. I was so lost. I really was, you guys. And so the things that he was saying in this text messages thread had me so confused, y'all, because I was just like, wait a minute. You've never said these things to me before. Like, one, who is this show for? But two, is this what you're telling other people? Like, I never questioned nor really cared what he told people because I knew the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew I broke up when I found condoms in his bag, knowing that we had been dealing with each other and we didn't use them. I knew what it was, you know what I'm saying? And on top of other things, on top of his mom telling me stuff, on top of his friends telling me stuff. And this man who had the, had the audacity to like try to gaslight me and say like things that didn't happen or that. And I was just like, what? 
You know what I'm saying? But I really, I knew what it was. It was, I, one, was just appalled that this was the things he had the audacity to, one, text me now, three years later. And two, I realized that he was trying to create and change the narrative because it was different when, you know, I was low key. I wasn't on social media. I wasn't really going like once I became a mom, I was so low key. Like I stopped going out. Like I would go out here and I would do more of a happy hour so that I would be home at night with my daughter. But I wasn't, you know, in the most places that he hangs out there at nighttime. So the places that we used to hang out or run into together, I didn't see him anymore. Or the people that we knew together, I didn't have to run into them because I wasn't, we were on two, two different time frames. And so to now know, like, you know, when I fell off the map and now know, okay, well, you know, I'm on the show and I was able to talk about what really happened in my last relationship, which they didn't even show half. Like I went in and showed and told everything what happened in my relationship. They only showed like 0.5%. Okay. And so I guess him being upset about it, which to me just really felt like he was obviously trying to get in front of the narrative that he had been saying or, you know, doing a smear campaign since we broke up, which was fine. But I didn't know. I, it was just it's different when you don't know these things. And to now have him reach out and, you know, have him say these things, which I was just like, I don't really give my child's father energy. I don't, you know, I know he is a narcissist. I know how to deal with a narcissist. You just barely, you, you don't, you barely, you can't, you have to disengage. You have to be very straight to the point because it is a headache. They would do anything to get a reaction out of you. It's, it's a headache. It's a, it's an emotional shit storm. It is. And once you are out of that storm and you know how to just be done with it, that's where I'm at with my child's father. But it was so crazy. I'm just like, this is really what you've obviously been telling people. Like, who knows what else he's probably been telling people? Like, I ain't gonna lie. I wonder, like, what has he told people? Because I'm pretty sure, like, I didn't know he was gonna make me look like the bad guy. But one thing about my child's father is he's all about appearance. Like, he has to make it seem like he's this great father. Like, he's just this magnificent entrepreneur. He's just this. He's like, everything is a show. So it was just when to see and to know for the first thing, like this actually came from his mouth. I was just like, dude, how the fuck do me, the victim who had to deal with your toxicity, your bullshit, your tactics, your lies, your manipulation, how the fuck do you have the audacity to even remotely try to make me into the villain? And so again, that just really made me be like, you know what? You just really never know with the di- the dynamics or the things that people are saying about you behind your back or the false narratives that people have created because either they don't like you or they're mad at you or they're bitter or whatever that might consist of and so for me I just thought it was like so, I'm not even, I thought it was the craziest freaking thing and I just really wanted to one share my experience my testimony because one day I told you guys I was going to share past experience and what I was dealing with now and you know it's been a few situations outside of just my particular situation where I've noticed that this is something that happens very so often and I you know I think people should speak up on it first of all speaking your truth don't be letting people just bully you and think that they could just say any and everything but then you also have to pick your battles like for me I don't 
need to pick my battles going back and forth with my child's father directly. I now just feel like, okay, you know what? I want to talk about it. I want to be able to, you know, relate to other people about it. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person that's dealt with this. So that's why I now created the Walk Away Queen podcast. This is my space to be able to live in my truth and talk about whatever I want without having to deal with someone else feeling like they can cut me off or butt in or lie or whatever the case and if whatever he says he wants to continue to say he can do it I'm okay with that but I now know that whatever truths that I need to get out or whatever safe space that I need to create I now have that through my podcast so anyway I just really just wanted to you know speak up on you know victims becoming the villains in stories um and it happens very often you know especially whether, you know, it's stuff with a woman being, you know, assaulted or, you know, people murder. It's so many things where, you know, relationships, family, it's so many things that happen where people don't speak up. And sometimes they might not care. They just want to let things be. But then it's the person, the bad person who wants to deflect and change the story around before the truth gets out. And I just want people to be a little bit more open minded to that. I want people to really think with logic on, you know, what does this person have to gain with telling their side of the story first versus, you know, or just be open to if this is your side of the story, then what is the other person's side of the story? If you care, you know, if you're the, the listener, um, but you know, I'm not going to hold you guys up. You know, I could go on and on and on, but thank you guys for listening. That is going to wrap up for today's episode for the walk away queen. Um, if you have a story or you feel the need to share how you might have became the villain in your story or in your truth, please reach out to me, send me your story. We can read it. We can have a discussion on my podcast. I would love to hear how you were actually the victim and someone tried to make you out to be the villain. And if you survived it, how did you overcome it? And what advice would you give my listeners in moving forward? Um, and how they deal with that type of situation. Right. So please feel free to email me or email me your story to thewalkawayqueen at gmail.com. And again, it's always a pleasant time with you guys or, you know, my listeners, whoever's listening, who wants to hear my story. I appreciate you guys. All right. Until next time, peace, love, and so Tina B.